welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast. Come on, everything there is known the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt, the best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europe, the best club in the world for that matter. But we are a little bit biased, sometimes more, sometimes less. I am your host, Brian and Casey. You can follow me on Twitter at KCSGE. Follow the show on Twitter, that is at HEFPod. Follow us on our various other platforms that are out there. You know, we have Facebook.com slash HEFPod, where all the latest news and information covering Eintracht in the English language is all compiled into one convenient location. You can follow us on Instagram. That's hey, Eintracht Frankfurt at uh, on Instagram. And uh, of course, if you want to get in contact uh, with us via other means, uh, you can get in contact to us uh, via email if you so choose. That is hey, Eintracht Frankfurt at gmail.com. And of course, we're going to be adding more to our website, which is going to be the home of all things Eintracht related in the English language and a little bit of the Bundesliga because, you know, uh, there are other teams that there are 17 of these other teams that do uh, play in the same competition as us and so much more. But until we start uh, talking about the Europa Pokal and the Bundesliga, it's time to bring in my my cohort uh, for this and and uh, engineer extraordinaire Nathan in St. Louis. Hey, bud. Hey, Brian. I'm just over here living, thriving, surviving, just like the small, big club in the center of Europe, in the heart of Europe. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and uh, also our uh, our favorite uh, summertime pastime is about to is about to ha- throw out the ball for the first pitch. Uh, Royal, oh yeah, Cardinals. So are we going to meet in the World Series again, just like nineteen eighty five? Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we did have a match at the weekend snooze fest, though it was Eintracht Frankfurt nil. Going to Firth nil. Hey. Nathan, hey. guess what? <laughs> Two straight clean sheets in the Bundesliga. Uh, Kevin Trapp. That, that, KT, KT, KT. Uh, let's be honest, uh, they kind of rolled out as strong of a squad as they could, but everything mm-hmm. screamed that, you know, these guys are just trying to find their feet, and this is all, to me, it felt like uh, a test spiel. More so than the actual yeah. Bundesliga match itself. That's my feelings. You seem to be in the same camp as I. Yeah, low takes here. Uh, not the hottest of takes. We had a team that was looking forward to this week, not not the weekend, and uh, uh, our offense is just uh, doing what it does. Thank goodness we have a good defense and a great goalie. Yeah, oh, our defense is getting better and better all the time. We had Makoto Hasebe in the back in place of Hinti due to uh, uh, suspension. So that was nice to see uh, the master at hand. And Eintracht's future manager, let's be real, folks. Uh, it's only a matter of time before Makoto Hasebe decides to join the Eintracht in the coaching ranks. And not just yeah. the coaching ranks, but lead the team out onto the pitch as the manager, as the gaffer, as the trainer, whichever one you want to use to <laughs> kind of exemplify uh, what Mokota's Esebu will be called. I'm just going to call him the boss. And uh, he, his ball control, his vision, yeah, his passing was still there uh, at time. I mean, he's not yeah. perfect. He's not flawlessly perfect because no one is. <laughs> but it did. Seeing him in the back, to me, 
I outside of one or two opportunities from Groy to first, and they seem to all come in like uh, the first half. Yeah, Jeff, I never felt I never felt really all too bothered by Groy to first, and it was just a okay, boys, let's try and find a goal. We know you can get it. It's just a matter <sighs> of when. It just didn't happen. Yeah, our offense. I've I've given up on it as a as a thing, <laughs> um, but th- to be fair, our defense. I feel I and make the argument here is that it is world class. Like there, our defense is on <laughs> lockdown, and so is our keeper. Our keeper yep. is the best in the world right now, in my opinion. That is that is <laughs> that is a strong argument you have there for KT. I mean. <laughs> Everyone, anyone in Germany uh, would say that he is the best uh, German keeper there is. Um, Jan Zomer uh, for Mönchengladbach. Well, okay, last weekend he was just a monster. Basically yeah. pulling out Kevin Trapp moves. So I was like, oh, you're taking notes, you yes. yeah. uh, <laughs> <yeah>, Swiss guy. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that's enough talk about this. Um Let's see. There was some positives at the weekend. We got our weekend started off great. Uh, Frown Corner now is here. Uh, we're kind yeah. of skipping it, making this a more com- uh, compact podcast since it's a little running right up against uh, Eintracht Barcelona. But Frown, get the job done right before the international break. Still in fifth place, but a comfortable uh, victory at the weekend. Nathan, can the, I mean, with the, with the kind of results not going our way and we weren't able to move up a position, is there enough time in the Frauen season to be able to hit third? Well, sure. I mean, they, this team, this team is more gelled than the men's on the men's side, uh, you know, back, top to bottom, like they're, everything, they're just steaming ahead, you know, so they, they can definitely pick up the steam and what they have is the momentum carrying into the next season is how much of that team is staying here. And and just uh, going to get better as time goes on. So I I see so much positivity going into the end of the season for them. Um, yeah, it's going to be exciting to see them make that push. Totally agree on that. Um, we uh, when we do get back, it's not going to be until uh, the twenty fourth of April that the Eintracht Frauen will be uh, back in playing. We'll be taken on by our Leverkusen who are in seventh, but. Uh, I'm going to point out that there is a considerable gap of 12 points between fifth and sixth. We're behind Hoffenheim only on goal difference. We are three points behind Torbein Potsdam. And at this point, with a four-point lead, it looks like Wolfsburg's going to run uh, take the title back from Bayern mm. after Bayern won it last season. Uh, though both of those clubs really had... Uh, they kind of got punched right in the mouth immediately after playing the Eintracht in the fact that they had their uh, the female champion, the UEFA Women's Champions League, which is what mm-hmm. the Eintracht really, really need to get to kind of, in my eyes, make that next step. We got to the Frauen Pokal uh, final. Sad that we didn't get the win, but hey, when you're going up against a Wolfsburg who just feels like off full yeah. 11 in bench of starters for each of their individual national teams. It's really hard to kind of see yourself past that one outside of just a one-off moment. Um, We played, as I mentioned, Leverkusen on the 24th. I think we can, uh, as long as the Eintracht Frauen uh, come through with a victory on that, I think there are points that we can gain. I think uh, you got Hoffenheim versus Potsdam literally the day beforehand, so the squad will know that, hey, we've got... 
we've got the opportunity. And with three matches left, I still think that everything is there to be had. And here's why. Because we play Potsdam on the uh, on the sixth, and that will that, that that's the that's the title that's the season decider. Like we're not. Oh yeah, for title, sure. But a win against Leverkusen that is an easy get, and then you got Potsdam immediately next. Not gonna lie, Potsdam who's three points as I mentioned ahead of the Eintracht Frauen. I mean, yeah, pop them off. Guess what? Uh, in the yeah. meantime, uh, Hoff- uh, Hoffenheim. They kind of have an easier run in, so you're just going to have to hope that uh, Potsdam is able to get a win or draw against Hoffenheim, because I have a funny yeah. feeling if things turn out, we might miss out on the Champions League again, but everything is right in front of us. Potsdam right. is got Hoffenheim, Eintracht, and Bayern as their final three matches. <laughs> so, not, got, like the for the two teams that are above us, one's got to run a gauntlet. And the other has just got, you know, got one real tough uh, test left in them. And hey, you know what? All the, if the frowns run through the next three matches to finish out the season, I think the nine points will get us to where we need to be to finish off the season in third place and qualify for the Champions League. But it's up to you, That's- ladies. We're helping. Just We're take open. care of business and hope the uh, luck falls your way on the other games. Exactly. Speaking of other matches, so well, no hashtag. What are we drinking here? Unless you want to uh, tell us what you've been brewing. Uh, I've been brewing a Mexican lager. I'm going to brew a Meritzen a month behind schedule, and I'm drinking coffee. <laughs> there you go. Uh, drinking coffee myself. Work day going on with that. Uh, I do have a good red wine sitting for me back at home, and I picked up some uh, Ukrainian vodka. I will be sharing that with uh, everyone on the next pod because we do still stand with Ukraine. So if you have a chance to buy Ukrainian vodka, uh, pass on the Russian stuff. But remember, most of those, most of that Russian stuff is not even made in Russia these days. Just, <laughs> just point, just point out some a little known facts, but buy the Ukrainian stuff. Support because uh, everyone should be standing with Ukraine. And if you're not, uh, why you listen to this podcast? Moving on, Eintracht <laughs> Barcelona next Europa League quarterfinals. Fucking shit! Oh, I yeah. mean, when we were drawn with it. these guys, I was like, God dang it! I wanted Braga or Rangers or Leon. I mean. You couldn't, ugh, bro. This couldn't have picked out a like. Could we not have like gotten a harsher draw than this? I would have even. No. I think I would have taken Leipzig over this. Well, I, uh, actually, no. I'm looking at everyone, and I think the only two teams that I was least wanting to face was first and foremost Barcelona, and the second would yeah. be West Ham. Because I think if you had Barcelona against the ropes, knowing that you know they're on the edge of. Champions League qualification within the league, they would be really forced to prioritize La Liga. Problem is, right now, uh, they're kind of doing good. Uh, yeah, that recent matches they have, uh, they had a wonderful winner at the weekend at the mm. Camp Nou. Uh, their home stadium, which will be the ho- which will be leg two, so the first one is in Frankfurt. Uh, less said about the ticketing and oh, the people who have. Look, I okay for for just transparency's sake. I used to work 
uh, for a ticket brokerage firm. So the idea is that you buy from the sports teams or you buy from the music venues when you get the on sale. A lot of times you get pre-sale codes that allows you buy, you know, like if you have a city card or if you happen to be in the fan club for, I don't know, Carrie Underwood, you get early access to and to these tickets, sometimes at a cheaper rate than the common man, such as you and I. And mm-hmm. they're able to buy that and then put out onto the marketplace for a resale to make money. And you're also sending those same people who are trying to buy up all the tickets to then resell for money, driving up, making a demand for the marketplace. You know, I would have five, 12 tabs open for buying tickets and the common man might be able to sneak by with having one tab open at work, and hopefully his work IP uh, IT doesn't hail you down and be like, "What the hell are you doing on work hours trying to buy <laughs> Royals World Series tickets?" <laughs> so I know why everyone's pissed. It's not something that is as commonplace as in in the United States, which have fees coming out our ears so bad that I always tell someone if you want to go to a, a sporting event and you can buy from the box office, you will cut out minimum 15 bucks a ticket in terms of price is cut off that you don't have to worry about. But you know, yep, then again, just, you have to go there. You have to go there and buy it yourself. Anywho, this is, this is the, this is the place to make the case that traditional clubs and their, and their, uh, their structures of membership, um, speak very loudly when it comes to ticket prices and these sorts of things. So this is, this is a positive, it's, it, it's a bad situation, which will have political outcomes that hopefully are positive. Exactly. And the, if the outcomes help the common fan going forward, then that is just great. Um, moving on from the ticketing issue, I tracked, uh, look, when it comes we to go. Form, Barcelona, they got it. They haven't lost in over 10 matches. Woof. They haven't lost since January. It is time. Uh, it is long overdue. <laughs> long overdue. Thing is, when Napoli took them on in the previous round of the Europa League, they went toe-to-toe with Barcelona, and Napoli has got much less firepower than a Barcelona. Now, it just so happened that, you know, Napoli also was in some crunch matches. You might have heard of these other teams that they were playing at the time in AC Milan, Roma, Juventus. Um, Sound familiar. Run, running, basically were running a gauntlet on the league side, whilst also taking along Barcelona from this side. Uh, Eintracht have got, thankfully, a uh, easier time of it. I think you could say, Nathan. Uh, when it comes to the other matches that are surrounding this one, Goy Kefer did not push the guys a lot. And hey, no, you got not. a nil-nil draw out of it. Everyone is pretty happy and healthy. You got Hinty back. I mean, we're going to... I mean, the only player out right now that has been a part of the team's push within the Europa League, or in the Bundesliga for that matter, is Linz. Yeah, Otherwise, there. Otherwise, we are 100% happy and healthy and ready to go in this one. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that it's without question that their offense is going to uh, bring it to us right now. And they're feeling they're feeling on top of the world right now. But so is our defense. So that's going to be where this 
anxiety train heads, you know, like uh, just seeing how how good our defense stacks up against these. But we play against we play against top clubs all the time in the Bundesliga. So um, for as anxious as I am, I have some confidence going into the the match tomorrow at Baldstadion um, because of the ultras, because of our defense, because of Hinty. Uh, because of Kamada, you know, I mean, Kamada shines <laughs> in these times. <laughs> well, I'm if, excited. Nothing, if nothing else, if he does shine, uh, let's put it this way. Uh, there's no better place for everyone who is not on Kamada Island to be able to force <laughs> a move and get the Eintracht some money. Am I wrong? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Give him a brace. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so some of the players who are out, uh, I am kind of sad that uh, Serginho Dest, uh, U.S. international, is listed as out. Uh, Luke de Jong is not going to be included on this one. But some of the players for Barcelona, you might have heard of Tar Stegen, formerly a Borussia Mönchengladbach. A few times. A few times, you know, German international seems to keep Kevin Trapp out of the number two shirt. And in my opinion, if Neuer were to retire after this World Cup, you would have so many loud and vote. It would suddenly be the biggest and most interesting discussion in Germany, who is Germany's number one. But anyways, Kevin Trapp, uh, Kevin Trapp. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so some of these other guys you might have heard of Piquet. Abba, Frankie Dion, Busquets, Pedli. Uh, if you haven't heard of them, well, they're kind of well known in their own likes in uh, <laughs> Holland and Spain as pretty darn good players. And I've seen quite a bit of them for uh, Holland and Spain over the years. I mean, uh, last last time I checked, Pique and Busquets, I'm pretty sure they were. I think they missed out on winning the Euros with Spain in 08, but they were there in 2012 and even in 2010 for the World Cup. But some of the other guys who we know and are going to be a pain in our side, uh, Musa Dembele, formerly a Borussia Dortmund. All right. He's playing for his contract right now. Uh, his con- his contract expires at the end of the season, and he's not been issued a new one, uh, even though apparently he's been lighting it up. Uh, does anyone remember this other Dortmund player? Oh. Calling a whole bunch of these guys, Aubameyang. Oh man, I mean, we know how to play against him. Yeah, that would be. Look, when we played against those two guys in the Pokal final, I still believe that the penalty was soft. Mm-hmm. And that, like, we were we were ready to take on a Dortmund. Now, I mean, we didn't end up winning that one. Shame. But the thing is, this team is a stronger team and able to take on an Aubameyang. Uh, now, the... Totally. You know, yeah. Uh, uh, Fernand Torres, who kind of got brought in, also in the winter... Yeah, the Aubameyang and Fernando Torres. These two guys have been just kind of lighting it up ever since they joined Barcelona in the winter. <sighs> I know. I I've been running through. Yeah. Uh, it's no wonder that Xavi has been able to kind of get that ship righted. Um, mm-hmm. Nathan, I'm, I'm, I swear to you, like I'm looking at our squad, and I know we've never played against these guys, but when it is the European lights are on, we play up. 
And this Barcelona team, when it does come time for them to play against a European opposition, it they they want to play a little loose. And that's all that we need. Now we need yeah. Kostic to have like one of the best games of his life. But we need to have now to just kind of like just set the world afire. Come on, kid. If uh, Dembele can do something crazy, so can you. I have Hell faith yeah. in you, kid. I have faith in him. <laughs> Uh, Borde, I will say this. If Borde is listening, senor, you got this. You got this. You played against these <laughs> fools uh, when you were with Atletico Madrid, and it didn't go so well. This is your chance to prove to them that you do belong at this highest of highest levels. And this is the moment in time where you can possibly shine. Now, we already have kind of made our noise heard on Kamada. <laughs> I am gonna throw out some controversy here now. Oh. I actually think in attack we need Peter Hauge, not Lindstrom in the off you know I need Lindstrom on the bench. I don't think that how I think that Hauge would be able to more from a physicality standpoint uh, go toe-to-toe against these Spaniards <laughs> where it is a very much more technical league and he can use some of that Viking blood in him to <laughs> kind of beat up some of the guys so that when he gets taken off, because let's be fair, it's literally just going to be him and uh, Halligan and Lindstrom just substituted one for one. It's fair. Yeah. That Lindstrom, with his very slight frame, reminds me of Gasinovich way too much. Just got Gosh. more skill than Gasinovich. Um I see him as being able to get. Uh, I see Lindstrom as just not able to get it done, and so you need to throw throw on a little something different. So, look, yeah. Lindstrom, I think in this in this sense would be a better bet off the bench, and let Halga kind of, well, maybe not exactly do the tackle he did at the weekend. Um, if you want to know what that looks like, don't don't watch. Trust me, that's pretty ugly. No, no. that's about as ugly of a tackle as you could ask for. <laughs> but all that being said, he does that to the Spaniards. Oh boy, one <laughs> that would set a tone way more and throw Barcelona off their game than anything else. And that's what we needed this one. I do think that So and Yakik are the guys we need in the middle. Oh, for sure. So is going to have to play one of his greatest games ever. And I think we might need a so long range shot. And I think, and yeah, I'm going down with a 1 1 draw. And I think so gets the goal for the Eintracht. Whilst we have many chances against Barcelona. And this is the same Barcelona team that in La Liga is got no, they don't have. They got a cupcake at the weekend. So we've got to kind of show, show them up that they are not as strong as they think that they are because the game at the Camp Nou is sold out. I don't know how we were allocated just under 5,000 tickets, but Ooh. based on social media, all the flights from Germany to Spain are booked. That was ridiculous. <laughs> and, and the price is skyrocketed. Yeah, the price has skyrocketed, but they came from a very much lower juncture than you know the Eintracht, t- Eintracht tickets. 
and they sold out. And yeah. Barcelona hasn't had more than seventy thousand fans in the stadium for anything that wasn't against the the Real Madrid game. And yeah, uh, yeah I'm just kind of giving folks packed. a hint that it <laughs> is going to be a packed stadium, and it's going to be a lot of Germans in there uh, singing, Ultras. drinking, making the loudest of loud noises. And we're talking more. I'm really seeing this. I honestly believe there will be way more Eintracht fans in the Camp Nou than there were for any of the previous trips. That I am including when we had the entire upper tier of the Milan Stadium when we played Inter in that run to the semifinals. Our fans are at this point very, very well known for how they show up at Europa matches. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the eye of the the footballing world will be turned on this, not just for Barcelona, but because of how they know we show up to these on the pitch and in the in the stands. So it's going to be fun from that from that perspective. I I don't know about Lindstrom and Hauga on your uh, the way that Lindstrom was <laughs> throwing Betis uh, players around in both of those matches was that <laughs> was was probably more diving on the Betis part, the Betis players uh, side, but um, he can be pretty physical. Uh, but I, I think you're right about the, about how, you know, conservative on, on the goal side. Cause I do think we're going to, we're going to be stout defensively and our offense isn't really clicking right now. So any of that, any of uh, our, our, Offense on free kicks or whatever may may come from Indica or so uh, getting some sort of a collection and and a long strike kind of goal. So I, I I do see where you're coming from there, and I and I and I agree with that. So yeah, I would say it's going to be we're going to try to keep the score low, and uh, you know hopefully uh, Lindstrom can. Uh, in, in my opinion, I hope he starts, but I hope he can get out of his head. I hope because I do think that he is he has the potential to be still be pretty huge on the squad. So I'm hoping he scores, but I, I'll I'll say it's one to one. I will I'll give it to a hinty header or indica header though for uh, the goal. Oh yeah, well we uh, we can best the Spaniards. It's just gonna be tough. All right. That's our predictions. Let us know what you think about our predictions and more. You can get in contact with us. Uh, that is email, heyeintrachtfrankfurt at gmail.com. Instagram, that is heyeintrachtfrankfurt at hefpod on Twitter, facebook.com slash hefpod. And in case you're wondering, how can I watch this match around the world? Now I brought this segment up because it's been kind of easy to get in contact, uh, get all the coverage for Eintracht <laughs> matches, but in the United States, it comes out. You have an option by English that is Paramount Plus. By TV in Spanish, you have two options: Unimas and TUDN. So TUDN uh, used to be known as Univision Deportes. So two TV options uh, available for you, along yeah. with one streaming in English. Sorry that that's the only one there. The rest of the speak English-speaking world stands sport in Australia. Uh, Sky Sports 1 in Austria for our fellow German speakers in Canada that is D-A-Z-N in Mm. Germany that is going to be that's going to be on uh, RTL uh, that new provider I know some people have said God these guys are horrible 
but it is what it is. Ireland and the UK, that is BT Sports. And uh, yeah, folks, if you need to find, if you live in an area where you're not sure uh, where to find it, reach out to us on social media, and we'd be more than happy to point you in the right direction of how to best watch this match of matches for the Eintracht. Yeah, and get all those superstitions out there. We need it. (laughs) Yeah. Just don't sacrifice a small goat, please. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I do realize that lamb kebabs are great, but uh, come this on. isn't this isn't a match against Cologne. <laughs> exactly. All right, Nathan, where can we find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Twitter on N-A-J-A-K-W-A or on the Discord. Try, try not to stir up too much trouble in St. Louis in the meantime. All right. I'll try not to. Can't make any guarantees. <laughs> And you can find me on Twitter at KCSGE. Uh, my pity party about a certain basketball game is over. So hit me up on there <laughs> if you want to talk trash or just have a fun laugh at my expense or yours. Or I'll just come up with something stupid to say. It happens. <laughs> um, yeah, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Hey Eintracht Frankfurt. I'd like to thank everyone for uh, listening in a little bit of a shorter version of the podcast but hey gotta have that eintracht content so until next time be safe cheer on the eintracht as loud as possible and juice yeah. hell yeah hell yeah let's do it